You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Great evening. This is Andre Ebron, the founder and the host of The Drawing Board. You know, if you've read read the book, it's a powerful, thought-provoking testimonial that challenges the reader to examine their life and reimagine the possibility. If you are a faithful podcast listener and you're tuned in tonight, you know that we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. And if you came to The Drawing Board experience, you know it was a lit experience where you left inspired, where you left motivated and then we took you right to the brink where you could have made a decision in the direction of your destiny and I hope that you left transformed and ready to apply yourself well tonight I have two amazing guests you may see a familiar face uh, to my right I have Miss Jacquees Pierfoy she is here and I also have Miss April Jones Boyle when I was reading uh, your bio I wanted to call you Dr. Jones Boyle I really did well thank you I I think we're Putting that out there in the universe, aren't we? Coming soon. I I, I absolutely (laughs) wanted to call. I said, it feels like she should be Dr. Dr. April Jones. Oil. Doesn't that sound I good? think that sounds fantastic. That sounds excellent. I'm so, a, maybe I'm waiting on my honorary from somewhere. <laughs> Listen, there I appreciate go. it. So for everybody <laughs> tuning in and listening, after tonight's show, when you hear about the amazing work that Build Institute is doing across the metro Detroit area, you need to make sure that you go ahead and hook April up with that honorary doctorate. So listen, when we talk about tonight's show... Is entrepreneurship the new sexy? Mm. And we think about, you know, what is required to actually be an entrepreneur to go from idea to implementation to networking and getting the proper resources. And I just believe, especially uh, in my field of education, it's really helping people develop the skill and will. Right. Mm -hmm. And so let me tell you a little bit about April. April was a founding team member of DHive where she was the director of small business initiatives and helped launch the BUILD program. She is also the co-creator. That feels like, you know, a rap song, the co-creator. <laughs> the co-creator of a number of small-scale ventures, including the award-winning Family Hoot Nanny Kids Concert Series CD and critically acclaimed Indonesian pop-up restaurant Komodo Kitchen. We must do lunch. Yes. All right? Yes. And all... The mom rock band, the Midals. Now I I had a great great laugh when I read that. That was, <laughs> but, that, but that was awesome. Yeah. All right. So it's featured on the cable television series Gene Simmons Family Jewels. She sits on the board of Kiva Detroit and the advisory board of Pony Ride. She is also the co-owner and investor of Gold Cash Gold Building and Restaurant in Corktown. April is married, oh drum roll please, (laughs) to Model D co-founder Brian Boyle. And she is the mother of three amazing boys, Carter, Graham Henry, and Rowan. So April, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Absolutely. So as the founder and the executive director of Build Institute, please share with us uh, what is Build Institute? Build Institute is an idea activator and small business accelerator. 
And we are focused on um, helping native Detroiters build businesses in their communities. So we work with um, microenterprises and Main Street businesses, helping them get connected to education, resources, funding, and networks to build their businesses. All right. Excellent. So let's say I am uh, a person with an idea. So you're an idea activator. So I come with you and I vision cast with you and I Mm -hmm. share like, listen, this is what I see. And when I, when I, cause I've had a chance to kind of follow some of the success story and some of the build alumni. What I love about it is when I'm reading, it's like, I also need to know great idea, but how is that going to impact the citizens that live within the community of Detroit? And so because Detroit, I believe Detroit is the new black, right? That's exactly what <laughs> Wait, it is. Wait, we have a business yeah, called yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One, of, one of our grads yes. is Detroit. Yeah. Black. Yes, you saw that play over there. Yes, I love <laughs> it. I put it in there. But uh, when you think about somebody uh, having the courage to express that idea, what would be your challenge to them? What is the next step after that? Yeah. So um, the idea we all have. So build is never going to go out of business, right? Because we all have a billion ideas. You better say that. (laughs) Never going out of business. You heard that foundation. That's right. And so um, you have to marry that idea, just what you said, with will, with passion, with work ethic. Okay. We say that um, luck favors the prepared. So it's a whole host of... um, it's like a, a recipe. It's more of an art than it is a science. If it was a scientific equation, we'd all be uh, Mark Zuckerberg, right? It Absolutely. just doesn't happen that way. It's very much um, a combination of factors, your your own life situation, your family situation, where you came from, what's happening in the marketplace at the time, who your networks are, how hard you're working, Um and the idea really does matter and, and understanding that there's a market for your idea. Um, we all believe our ideas are, are brilliant, but can we convince somebody to pay us for, for what we're producing? And that's really what a business turns into is an exchange of value and, and mostly money. Right. Um, and so if you can't find anyone willing to pay you for your idea, for your product or service, it's probably not a business. Right. And maybe that's more of a hobby because if you love it and you enjoy it, you sh- it doesn't mean you should stop doing that thing, but you're probably not going to be able to make a living off of it. And that's what we help you figure out. Right. And it, it takes boldness and it takes courage and it takes the the willingness to be able to hear no, uh, to go back and sharpen your sword. Right. And, you know, and being among people that have been successful in their entrepreneurial adventures. So while you were talking, I always have challenges for my guests. You know, I always have (laughs) challenges for my guests. So there may be an article out there called this already, Mm -hmm. but I was inspired in that moment. Um, What is the algorithm to entrepreneurship? Mm -hmm. And like that would be a good article for someone to write, like the algorithm to entrepreneurship, colon, it's an art, not a science. Yes, yes. Did you just think about that like right now? Right now, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's right. an idea. That's pretty so good. So I'm, I'm among I love the idea it. activators, right? Yeah. Um, you are an idea yeah, activator. So let, well, so. that's just it. Like, we can give you the best practice tools. Right. Um, but that doesn't guarantee success, right? There's so many other factors that go into it. Mm-hmm. And you may not be successful on your first try. Um, failure, for lack of a better term, pivoting, um, changing course, that's part of the process. And we all have to get comfortable with failing, with right. accepting failure, with with saying I messed up or this was the wrong time, or but then it's not how many times you get knocked down, right? The whole Michael Jordan thing of I made a, I missed a thousand, I'm gonna I'm gonna mangle this, but it's okay, it's all right, you know, it's, it's go for it. yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I'm yeah, saying, right? right? Um, but you get up. It's not how many times you fall; it's how many times you get up, and that's what we try to encourage in people and be that 
sort of friends and family network, that support network for people who may not have it or or may have a support network, but they don't get the entrepreneurial journey. Because it is it is a um, – you have to be courageous to take that journey. It's the pa- path less traveled. Um, and so we want to be there to support you through it. Right. And so I had a 90 – he was 94, 95 um, – old school German guy living next to me mm. and he was still cutting his grass. <laughs> and so I, this is when I had, I had taken the launch out into full entrepreneurship and it was kind of really out of necessity. I had to figure out. Right. So like spaghetti on the wall, I took every <laughs> gift that I had was like, Hey, I'm going to put all these together and call it a business. Probably not the best path, but this is, this, this was my start. So I threw it against the wall and I was sitting next to him. We were outside. He said, come here. So after I went to him, he said, so, you're starting a business. So I hadn't conversed with him about this. I started saying, what was his real job? You know? Right. <laughs> right. And he said, you know, the worst thing that can happen. So I leaned in to get this profound wisdom he would share. He said, the worst thing that can happen is that you learn something. And so after that, you know, I begin to, you know, continue I, I to pursue. That. And from that point, uh, the entrepreneurial journey for me has been about learning and mastery and Mm -hmm. getting among those that can push you and coach you and teach you and train you and also support you and advocate for you. Now, I have to share with you, one of your greatest advocates for BUILD happens to be sitting across from us right (laughs) now. Yes, she is. Ms. Jacquees Purefoy. So let me share with you all a little (laughs) bit about Jacquees, affectionately that I call JP. Mm -hmm. All right. She is an entrepreneur in resident and BUILD Institute facilitator. You've seen her post come to the class. You've seen uh, the speed coaching event. You know JP is out here doing the thing, right? Eat what? Eat, play. play. Detroit. Pure for Eat, Play Detroit. Pure for Eat, Play Detroit. She is out here doing it, right? You might find see her in New Orleans. You might see her across the globe enjoying herself and also inviting everybody to live their best life. All right, but she was sworn into the State Bar of Michigan in November 2010. Prior to prior to pra- private excuse me, prior to private practice on April 1st, 2011, she was hired by the US House of Representatives Hanson Clark. Hmm, as his chief correspondent. Hmm. Wow, that's a, that's a major role. Person who likes to write. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> in this role, She was solely responsible for orchestrating policy positions and legislative responses to constituents. Then, as Clark's community grants coordinator, she worked directly with key federal and state businesses and civic leaders to identify small businesses and economic development initiatives in southeastern Michigan. Here's where I here's where I got excited. Oh, boy. Jacquees wrote over 200 letters of support for businesses and nonprofits in Metro Detroit. Here goes, guys. Drum roll, please. Securing over nine million in funding. Now, this is now this is where this is where all the noise. Everybody should be screaming because uh, while the number is impressive. What I would love, and I'm sure you have the the numbers or they have all of the analytics, is $9 million in funding to these local businesses and to these nonprofits. I'm thinking about the impact. Mm. 
So when I hear those dollars going to businesses, when I hear those do- dollars going to nonprofits, I'm thinking about quality of life going up. Right. I'm thinking about family structures changing. I'm thinking about opportunities for young people to not have to start from zero or from scratch. Right. So while the number nine million is definitely impressive, what I'm seeing are the faces that it actually, you know, that it actually impacts. So great job. Oh, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. And so this qualifies you, overqualifies you to be able to have a voice in this whole idea of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So one of the greatest challenges, you know, you know, I did um, when it came down to selling education, right? Right. As a director of admission, some of the people that you have to to interact with on a daily basis, that development in of people going out and raising and securing funds, man, talk to me about that. Well, in my position, you know, the congressman job is to, Advocate on behalf of the constituents. So what happens is a constituent come and say, hey, I'm applying for this grant or I'm looking for these dollars. And a lot of times the grant requirement would be to have a letter of support from the congressperson. So it wasn't my job necessarily to go out and find the dollars. Um, it, I guess it was twofold. So when you work for a congressman or congressperson, you have a seat at the table. So when the Kreskis, when the Skillmans, when the federal government, whoever has funding, they reach out to our office. They'll say, hey, we're going to have this RFP. This is what we're looking for. This is the dollar amount we got. So my job was, one, to stay abreast on the funding that was coming to Southeast Michigan, and two, to know who the small businesses were, are, um, that could potentially use that money. So when the money, when we were, our office was identified, I, because I spent a lot of time, people like, Jacquees, you're everywhere. But what they didn't realize, what, they, what many people don't realize, because I think I make it look fun, is that I'm at work, mm-hmm. right? So you see me at all these functions, but it's for a purpose. Right. So you can't, I can't get funding to our businesses if they don't know that I have the funding and if I don't know who they are. So same with bills. You know, we are a team. We don't sit. We're not paper pushers. Right. Right. If you see us at functions because we care um, and we want to know who the businesses are and we want them to know that we are there as a resource and to be able to mirror that money. We not build. Well, we do have finance. Kiva Detroit. We we are a finance. We do lend up to ten thousand dollars. Zero percent interest. Um, I think you need to say that slower so people can hear that. Kiva Detroit. That's K-I-V-A. Kiva Detroit um, is a uh, is an arm within build where we lend to small businesses up to ten thousand dollars. Zero percent interest. And we'll talk about another project that we're working on. I'm going to let April talk a little bit more about that um, for funding. So the point I was making is that you be out in the community because when you're in a position, when you have a seat at the table, it's my philosophy that you have to reach back. Right. You got to pull you got to pull people up because everybody's not going to have a seat. But when you have a seat and you and you already full. Right. So I'm at the table. I've eaten. But it's still more to be eaten. Right. So I can come and share it with the other people so I can say, hey, I know where this pot of ten thousand. I know where this hundred thousand dollar pot that April's going to talk about shortly where it is. And all you need to do is do X, Y and Z. And people follow, people are willing to listen, right? They got their ducks in a row. They got they file, they a legitimate business, right? You got your articles with the state, you know, and so on and so forth. It's like being prepared, staying ready so you don't got to get ready. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like, you know, making sure that we're staying ready so we don't have to get ready. Right. But for those who may sit in a position yeah. and a seat at the table, right. there's almost like nobility obligates, right? So it should. Yeah, it should. So if you're sitting and you're in a privileged position at the table, Correct. you should begin to pass the wealth of that. It doesn't always, because those who are listening, it doesn't always mean that somebody gives you the plug directly. Correct. But what it does is it says, I can give you the information, and hopefully your preparation has put you in a position to take advantage of the opportunity. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, people need to understand that. So it's like, okay, well, you have access to this funding, but if you're not prepared to take advantage of it, then, you know, it's a loss. loss. I want to share a story if I could. And I got I got his permission to do so. And I'm not I'm not going to tell his exact name, but if you heard the story, you know, I'm talking about him. We recently held the Sam Adams event, like you mentioned, Um, and we work with two vendors, uh, the kitchen cooking with Q. It was an awesome vegan restaurant. We also build grad and we work with another um, barbecue vendor. Because he had came through my class, I knew he was amazing. His food was amazing because I had tasted it. Right. Uh, small business, um, older, I would say mid- middle-aged black man. So I said, we're looking to get, it started like 30 hot dogs. And then the more the office talked about it, I was like, oh, we want red hot. Then let's, well, let's add some, let's add all these things. And it turned into a whole thing. We was like, you know what? No, we want 100 hot dogs. Then I ultimately think it got to 135, 150 by the end, by the end of our staff meetings. <laughs> and I say all that to say that that caused the invoices to change, right? Because right. the price of 30 hot dogs is very different from the price of 150 hot dogs. But my man, Stacy, didn't have an invoice. Now, mm-hmm. one would think that's a very simple thing. And to us in this room, we could probably hop on Excel if we didn't have one. Let's say we didn't. Draft up something. Draft it. Send it. Right. Wasn't the case for him. It wasn't his lane. His lane is hot dogs, right? And not the business acumen side of it. We did 12 revisions of the invoice. Mm-hmm. From the point, I'm like, bill it to April Boyle Build Institute. One would think that's a, not a hard thing to do. Then it was take the taxes off. We're a nonprofit, right? So I had to send a tax. He was just having a hard time. Now, if I was being a way, many people might not have given him 12 revisions. Like, you know what? I'm going to just go to another company. Right. Because right. if, if we, if, if, if it's taking you, and it's over a course of days, right? Right. If it's taking you this much to give me an invoice, are you actually going to be able to deliver the hot dogs? Right. Right. So an opportunity could have been taken away from him if he was dealing with someone who didn't know him who just didn't want to see him thrive. I knew he was capable of performing um, and I was willing to woosah and go through that process. And I told him, I said, if you want, if you want to do another, if you want Bill to do another contract with you, probably would see what it did anyway. I just, but I was stern. I said, you're going to go to accounting aid society for $50. They set up all your programs, all your systems. You should be able to, just, you know, use the software, click a button, hit email, send Build Institute an invoice, get paid. I said, because it's daunting on you. He was frustrated, right? Right. right. Um, and I, I honestly wasn't frustrated because I, I had so much stuff to do. And I knew I'm like, well, if you don't get it done, I'm going to find another vendor. Um, and I was hopeful for him. I kept encouraging him. But I say all that to say everyone is not going to be as understanding and forgiving or to have the time mm-hmm. or to coach you. So building is not just a place you can come to class and we just drop you. That's not what we, that's not what we want it to be. We want it to be you come through our class and this is a lifelong relationship. Yep. And the things you don't know and the things where you fall short that we can say, hey, you got to do these things, but you got to be willing to do the work. I'm not going to take Stacy to accounting aid 
Right. I'm not going to take them there. But at Sam Adams, I said, you need to take a break. His dad was there. I said, you need to take a break. Go sit down with her. Sign up. And you promise me you're going to go next week. I said, because we're going to have, we get, we get ready to launch. We have all these new yeah. opportunities and we're not going to have the time or the manpower to do 12, 15 edits. We want to say we want 400 hot dogs. Send us an invoice. We pay you and you move on. If we got to do 12 edits in the middle of a move, it might not happen. Absolutely. I love that story. I love it as well. I didn't tell you why I was going through it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, it's just such a perfect example of the way we will go above and beyond to support our entrepreneurs and that we, we do want to see them succeed. And we know that if you love hot dogs or you love cupcakes, that's great. But if you're going to succeed in business, there's so many other things that you need to understand. And we want to help you support help to support you either learning how to do it yourself or finding the people who can be on your team that you can help supplement those um, gaps, I guess. So yeah. And for $50 doing a whole consultation is practically free. It's practically free. I mean, and you have to, you have to, you know, um, invest in your business and invest in yourself and be a lifelong learner. Um, Cause the competition is fierce out there. Yeah. We all know. um, Absolutely. And, and and staying sharp on the latest skills and technology and it, it and I'm not saying this that it's easy no. because you're running your business at the same time but um but it's really important to to take that time to invest in yourself and learn correct because if you got that software QuickBooks you know they get give you that software I think it's twenty dollars for the for if you got the if you self employed you would just go in there building put in there forty hot dogs they do all the work right and so you, it makes you look more professional make you people look more take professional. you more seriously and, right. Right. And they, More that, business. Yeah, that efficiency, saving time, saves you money. And when you present to businesses such as yours and to other businesses, that the way you present determines the way that business will engage. Exactly. So it, can. It, it can. Some people just close the door and not, and get, not, not tell you the things you need to do. They'll say, you know what? We, we decided to go another direction. Now that, that's, They're not even going to yeah. tell you. The fact that you didn't have the right name and that just all these different errors. I'm correct. I'm really was like part time employee, <laughs> right. right? Like I'm catching the things that your administrative assistant or somebody would have would have caught. The right. businesses you go do business with Ford or whoever big, they're not gonna fix your invoice for you. They're gonna reject it. Yeah. Absolutely. So let while we talk about like things that you need engaging with other businesses, and I know you all have an opportunity through Detroit Soup for people to actually give mm-hmm. pitches. Like, can you tell me what is what are the components, the key components to the perfect pitch? Oh, go ahead, April. You've you've pitched as an entrepreneur. Oh yes. my gosh. Well, um, <laughs> the perfect pitch. I would say pr- preparation and practice for sure. Passion. Um, and the content, you got to be precise and very clear about who your, what your product is or service, who it's for, how it's going to make money or how it's going to benefit the community and how much you need and what it's for. Exactly. I got one word. The perfect pitch to me is authenticity. Oh, I love that. I love yes. That. Mm-hmm. So take everything that April said. Don't come up there stoic, telling the audience what you think they want to hear. Let us feel your project. Right. The passion, the purpose, the why. Yeah, yeah we, need to, we need to feel it. So don't, hello, I am Jacquees Purefoy, and today I'm going to present to you Black Attorneys Matter. So boring. It is, yes. Don't, don't, don't read it like that. Just come up there, be yourself, breathe, mm-hmm. know why you're there, right? And don't let it be about the money either. Be, let it be about the service, 
Because the money, you win, you get in the pot. That that that's that's the whole reason we there. So tell us about the impact you're gonna have and why we should choose you through our votes to be a winner of Detroit Soup as it impacts Detroit. Right. So I, I just brought up Detroit Soup, but I didn't give us a chance to exhaust like what Detroit Soup is. Mm-hmm. So what what is Detroit Soup? Detroit Soup is a micro granting dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an opportunity for people to collaborate, connect, and share ideas and empower each other. Mm-hmm. As a presenter, if you're selected, but as a community member, you leave, yeah. you should leave Detroit Soup feeling better and on fire for the city. So what happens? You go to DetroitSoup.com. It's open to anyone that has an idea to impact Detroit in a positive way. Um, it, the, the submissions close two weeks prior to, uh, to prior to the pitch date. And we have a, a team that reviews the pitches. This, this time we have 41 submissions. Amazing. And we selected four through a survey monkey. So it's all anonymous. They don't know anything. It's all selected mm-hmm. based on the descriptions of the, of the proposals. We notify those four people. They say, yes, I'm still interested. They come out this Sunday, the 25th at the Jam Handy. They have four minutes to pitch their idea. And then they get four questions from the audience. And then we go and vote. We eat, too. We, we eat. eat. We, yeah. eat. We, break, true. True. we break bread together as a community. Yes. And then we vote. And then yeah. we vote. And we're also going to have entertainment. We're going to have Trey Simon, uh, R&B artist, beautiful voice, mm. uh, really connected to the community. Who's had his? He's written music through his own personal struggles and overcoming and resilience. Just that Detroit grit. Of, like April said, you know, we get knocked down, but we get back up. Absolutely. So when I think about Detroit, uh, when I think about Build Institute, I'm almost thinking like, could it be possible that Detroit, that that uh, Build Institute is the innovative hub for all things Detroit? <laughs> well, I wouldn't go so far to say that. There's so many people doing amazing things out in the community before Build even was a, a little twinkle in my eye. Okay. Um, but we're building on that beautiful spirit of um, innovation and talent and passion and people wanting to better their neighborhoods, better their communities. And we believe that the, our greatest asset in in Detroit is our talent, is right. our people. But we've been disinvested in for 50 years, way more, way longer than that for certain populations. Um, and we're not going to take that anymore. We want to invest in our local talent. We want to see their dreams come true. We believe that that's where, um, you know, preserving our culture and having a sense of place and um, building community and prosperity and ownership. Um, and Detroit Soup is just one one piece of that. Build Institute is one piece of that. And we're we're part of this. We believe it takes a village to start a business and to support a small business owner. And um, we partner with lots of different organizations in the community. Um, and we're just one small part of it. And such an honor to, to be doing the work, especially now. It's such an important time because um, Detroit is in a growth period right now. And I feel like sometimes we make some... Um, mistakes over and over again um, that I would like to see us not do. Um, And so we're going to be working hard to make sure that this economy is inclusive, um, that entrepreneurship and access to small business is democratized, that anybody who wants to do this can, can try it out and we're an open door for them. Absolutely. And because April, you probably know the stats more than I do. I don't drop any necessary numbers, but People who come through our program, all of them don't open businesses, right? right? So 
But the beauty of what Bill gives you are tools. It's another tool in your toolbox. So, like, we very day one, we start with personal budget. Right. How much money you got coming in? How much money is going out? How are you spending your money? I've had people like literally in tears when she realized, oh my God, I'm spending $120 a week on Starbucks. Because right. a lot of times we just on autopilot. You right. go to Starbucks every morning, you buy a little mocha latte, <laughs> and you've never looked at your statement. Right? Right. right. So the class is an eye opener in a lot of ways how you see you spend money frivolously. Mm-hmm. So when they say, well, Jack, what am I supposed to do? Well, you're a grown woman, so I can't tell you. <laughs> Stop spending one twenty a week. But let me ask you, could you use that money in your business a different way? Because you're telling me that you need to pay for your insurance. Insurance high in Detroit. Everybody know that. You need to pay $500 a month in your, for your insurance and you're having a hard time finding it. Oh, you are. But you're also drinking $560 worth of coffee a month. Coffee a month. What could you do differently? Mm. <laughs> and I just look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm sure they ponder. They ponder. Mm. Oh, yes. God. You know, I don't know if I can part with that warm right. caffeine. And, but, and, but, and then what I hit him with, too, because, you know, for me, it's building. We, we started a level. The building, if you leave built, maybe five days a week you were drinking coffee. But when you leave built, maybe it's three. Right? <laughs> right. So, so I'm not saying necessarily to go cold turkey on your habits. In a perfect world, that could be the case. But I really encourage my students to be practical and do things that's realistic. Mm-hmm. And it, most people can say, you know what? I probably shouldn't drink five days or seven days, three is good, even for your health, right, financially. <laughs> but even for your health, you 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 consuming all of that, those mm-hmm. calories. Right. Um, it's stuff like that that okay. anybody can use, even if you've never opened a yeah, business. Yeah, and we think – I was just having a conversation today. These are life skills. You I, know, everyone absolutely. should have access to these life skills. They will take you far in life, especially the nature of work is changing rapidly. More people are working for themselves. Rarely are you going to stay with a company for 20 or 30 years anymore. You have to have the entrepreneurial mindset in order to make it these days. And Build is a great place to help um, – to foster that, to, to learn how to um, – to build that within yourself. Right. And we do it really, I want to say eight different ways. So our, we have two uh, class uh, pathways okay. for our build basics. So you can take a class for eight weeks. Every week is a different subject matter. So we start with personal budgeting. We do accounting. We do legal. We do marketing. We do market analysis. We do uh, market research, competition, sales, PR. I think I hit them all thereabout. So if you think about just let's, just let's use marketing. Even if you don't open a business, we all are a brand. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the skills that you take for what content I'm putting out every day, right? So when someone think about Andre, right, or somebody think about Jacquees, what's the first thing? Everybody probably can say, oh, first thing, bow tie for me, right. I think, or business would be next. Um, we all have a brand, and that's about what content are you putting out. So that's marketing. Rather, you marketing yourself or you marketing for a company. So, again, like April said, the skills that we're giving them translate regardless if they open a company or not. Because what you put online, like we even teach our kids, don't put X, Y, and Z online because that can come back <laughs> to bite you. To you know, bite you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that marketing even for our kids is important, right? You should know, don't put your spring break photos. <laughs> right. Don't put your Las Vegas photos. Don't put your Vegas photos. Right. <laughs> what goes on in Vegas stays, stays in, in Vegas, Vegas right? right? So those type of things of how to market, how to reach customers, is important. Mm-hmm. Now, what what I love about what you're sharing is 
I've, I've worked with several entrepreneurs or community stakeholders, and something I've realized, just because of my background, when I watch how they move personally, I see both their strengths and their deficits play out in mm-hmm. the way their business is mm-hmm. run. And so whether the structure of their systems or their organization or however it is set up, I get a chance to see their personality magnified mm-hmm. within their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I hear you talk about like making sure that they look at their personal budgets, uh, prioritize what's important to them, that you are invested in the individual, not just the end goal of having them set up a business. And I think that that characteristic of build is very attractive to me Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur. Yeah, because we not and April can expound upon this. The build class is worth what we we say is valued at a thousand dollars. Right. And then we got to pay what you feel the class is worth. Model. So some people could be paying on a lower end of that, and some people could be paying on a higher end of that. So the goal isn't to tax people. We're not charging five grand, right? You got five thousand, ten thousand dollars to take our class. We're making it accessible to practically anyone. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, no one has ever been turned or turned away because of money. Like, oh, you don't got enough, you can't come through bill. We make a way for right. people to come. The, Oh yeah, we've done barter, we've done trade. We've if you if you say you have financial hardship and you can't afford it, then you can come volunteer for us. You know, we will never turn anyone away. Um and it is about investing in individuals. And and I think Andre you said something that um it's I think we also help to foster and to encourage people to do that inner work. You know, we talked about it before going on air here is that Right. If you are having some challenges personally, that will manifest in your business. Totally it manifests yes. in your relationships. It manifests everywhere. And so it's so important that, uh, you know, we do that inner work. We, that we do have a spiritual side to us, whether it come, whether it's religious or, or whatever it is, but knowing ourselves deeply, understanding ourselves. So that we can be, we can bring our best selves to our business. Um, if that work isn't done, <laughs> and that is a journey, it doesn't happen overnight. No. Right. Where I think everyone at this table could say, we're still in the midst of that. We, we right? are still um, <clears throat> but if you, if you're not doing that work, it will manifest. Um, so, so that's an important thing that I think we touch on. I don't, I don't necessarily, I think we're going to be doing more of that in our new space, Yeah, All right. you know, self care and, and, you know, the spiritual side of things or, or the just knowing yourself and bringing your best self every day to, um, to, to the world is really important. Um, so when we talk about journeying and we talk about transitioning, you guys are in the midst of a big move. <laughs> We yeah, so, are. Right. Oh man! Yes. <laughs> I said, that, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I think that's the that's the phase that I'm in right now. Um, we were supposed to move in in April. It is now August. Okay. Um, and we're finally, um, you know, we'll be getting settled settled in over the next few weeks. Hopefully, open for for some co working business and events in September. But then we're gonna have our grand opening in middle October, October fifteenth. So mark your calendars. Okay. And we moved into a really great space. Um. In Corktown at Michigan and Trumbull, okay. 1620 Michigan Avenue, Suite 120, and our entrance is on Trumbull. Stop by and, and see it. Um, we're not quite ready, but we will definitely give you a tour if you if you come by. All right. So you can get tours at any time between Anytime. now and October. Yes. But the official launch is going, or official opening will be October 15th. Yep. And okay. we have um, co-working space. We have... Um, 
a classroom, beautiful classroom. If you want to have an event there, we have a conference room. We have a pop-up retail space. So we'll be having um, up-and-coming entrepreneurs showcasing their brick-and-mortar uh, through there every few months. And it's going to be a really great community space for lifelong learning, for entrepreneurial learning, uh, lunch and learns. We'll have speakers come in. We'd love to have you in. I'd love um, to come. Yeah. So uh, please follow us on Facebook. We have a newsletter, lots of ways to get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, we want it to be a community hub. Everyone's welcome. So I have a question. Have you all ever pondered the thought of like creating Build University mm-hmm. so that, you know, when it comes down to those who necessarily, you know, want to take that entrepreneurial route? And, and in a lot of ways, you're doing that right now. Uh, but if someone's graduating from high school and they're like, listen, I want to learn. I don't necessarily have a core idea that I want to pitch or I don't have an idea that I necessarily want to present, but I definitely want to d- develop the the business acumen or that those entrepreneurial mm-hmm. skills and you guys can create some type of, you know, I don't know. I just, I just want to put it out there. Well, it's funny. Jack Quise and I have been um, kind of uh, planning things behind the scenes for a few years. We did yeah. talk about doing um, a couple projects, youth entrepreneurship and either high school and even, Post high school for maybe people who aren't going to go to college or who will never go off and get that MBA, Build Institute is a perfect place for them. We do have a youth curriculum. Um, so I think we've had conversations about taking it into high schools. Like I said, I think these are life skills everyone should have access to. And, um, yeah, we're, we, we have all these ideas. They're coming. Okay. (laughs) What, what about Build Cities? Well, we are also, and I thought that's where you were going, Andre, but, um, <laughs> so we just got a really great, um, Kaufman uh, grant, which is a, a national funder that focuses on entrepreneurship. We are the only one in Michigan, only organization, only organization in Michigan who got it. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, we're really excited about it. But we are going to be working on boxing up our programming and taking it to other communities who need a solution for their grassroots, um, talent. So um, people from the community who have ideas, because many economic development strategies have been focusing on technology and scaled businesses, right? which if you look at the demographics of that, doesn't necessarily match a, a lot of our communities. So we want to help build inclusive economies. We think entrepreneurship should be a pathway out of poverty and that anybody should be able to access it. But in a lot of places, entrepreneurship is this sort of only for the rich and the privileged. And uh, we want to turn that on its head. Oh, that sounds exciting. I definitely want to hear more about that. So I look forward to all the collateral that's being posted or when the meetings take mm-hmm. place. I know it's in Pontiac, right? Is that where you guys are? Right. We've done some um, piloting in Ferndale, okay. Hazel Park, and Pontiac. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now talk to me. Take me through your programmatic structure, structure of connect, learn, launch, and fund. Like. Break that down for me. How, how, how? So when I first come in, I loved it because it almost it, it mirrors for me like relationship, mm-hmm. and I love how funding came toward the end because most times when people right, right, right. everybody wants I the money, everybody wants the money, right? Haven't done, haven't done the work, and there's always right. some outlandish number. It is <laughs> like right. I need a hundred thousand. Like what are you trying to do? Oh, start some t-shirt line. Like well, right. the valuation you know. of my company is. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't need a hundred thousand to do a t-shirt line, right? Right, right. right. Uh-huh. And, and some people th- think they need a loan before they can start a business, and it's like, no, there's so many different ways you can get started. You don't have to wait for that stuff, and you can test the market way cheaper with way less way less money. So the way that it works. You don't have to necessarily follow a certain pathway. We we meet people where they are. So whether it's at an open city event, which is part of our connect, whether it's part of our alumni event or uh, workshops, um, the connect part is helping people build networks, right? It's all who you know. And that's really true. So we want to be the network to help you get connected to people that you wouldn't otherwise know and who can be an asset to your business. Um, and then, uh, what's the other one? Learn. Um, we have a handful of curriculums, our eight week business and project planning class. We have a business model canvas class. We have some master classes that are go- going deep on financials and moving into a brick and mortar. Um, then the other one is launch. So this is, we are, um, doers at Build Institute. We don't sit in a classroom and just theorize about stuff or philosophize. No, we want you to get out there and test. We want you to have a minimum viable product and and start doing it. Start um, doing it. Yes. And I think that's what you said in the beginning was the the German guy said, what's the worst thing the worst thing that can happen is you're gonna learn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we want you to get out there and learn and and make changes and pivot and and fail fast and come back and do it you know better the next time and then the fund comes in um smaller amounts of money when you need it it continues to build your business acumen along the way you're building your networks along the way you're building your confidence along the way and you're you're able to you're you're maybe um losing less money along the way um, and getting yourself prepared for um, the bigger chunks of money later on when you um, when you've when you've learned right. um, how to handle it and where to spend it and and just your acumen begins to grow and get better um, and we say we want to be the friends and family network for people who don't have that so our more affluent or privileged entrepreneurs get to go ask Uncle Bill for a thousand dollars to get started. <laughs> That's not happening in communities who haven't been able to accumulate wealth, and so uh, they haven't been able to get their ideas off the ground. We don't think that that's right. We believe that everybody should have access to that type of money to go test an idea and fail and then come back stronger without losing their house or their car or whatever it is, or their health because they're so stressed out. Because they're so stressed. Yeah. So yeah. So the other article that needs to be written is uh, <laughs> entrepreneurship is a pathway out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Colon, build institute. <laughs> All right. So, yes, so, Andre, we right. hope us right. right. So, yeah, we, we have to definitely. because <laughs> Let's collaborate yeah. on, on an op-ed. I would love to. Because I think that um, when we talk about shifting culture, when we talk about serving our communities, when we talk about presenting information in a way that's actionable uh, for communities where poverty is prevalent. Mm -hmm. This is so digestible for me to hear like, oh, this is, yeah, just present this. And then we give you an opportunity to go through an eight-week class. We provide you the support along the way. We will be that friends and family network that you need if you don't have that proper support. We're going to be, we're going to, you know, give you the necessary criticism along the way, the constructive criticism Mm -hmm. to help you, no pun on words, but build your dream, (laughs) right? right? Yes. So, I mean, this, this, I think it's an excellent model. Uh, from everything that I've seen, and now, like when you broke broke down your program in that way, it is so relational. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, when I think about that, I'm like, okay, before they 
Like I haven't gone through the program yet, but you yet. know, yes, yes. I haven't gone through yet. <laughs> but when I see that your first objective is to connect with me, mm. and then that you know it's an opportunity because I've seen. Listen, I have seen so many people that claim to be entrepreneurs, <laughs> who they have the business card, they have the flyer, they have the trifold, and they won't be honest to say I don't know what I'm doing, no. right? Yeah. I don't know why, because nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody, you know. Every day is every day it, it changes. And we were talking about this earlier. Every day you just working to just be a better self, mm-hmm. be better than you were yesterday. But we all figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And you got to ask for help. You have to ask for help. Right. And I, I think that is for me uh, what is great that you guys present the opportunity uh, for people to fail, fail fast, learn along the process, and then once they've grown their wings, mm-hmm. to be able to launch their product mm-hmm. and to be able to. You know, when the launch is out there, the excitement is there. You have, you know, something of value to add to those who are coming to consume your product. And then after you've shown, hey, listen, I'm committed and I'm faithful to this because entrepreneurship, uh, I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs or mentors along the way. They say, Ebron, the feast and famine of entrepreneurship, mm. uh, you know, going out and have to make your check, you know, Every single day, right. every single engagement, every single contact with somebody, that relationship has the opportunity to actually change the direction of your business like that you are on 24-7. Well, my husband said this to me the other day because he's also an entrepreneur. So we have a lot of commiserating together at the end of the day. Okay. He's like, how come one day you can come home from work or from your business and it feels like you're, you're failing, like you're one step away from the whole thing going down the toilet? Right. Then the next day, you're on top of the world. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, my God, this thing is like it's blowing up. We are like killing it. It's great. And that exactly what you said. It is a roller coaster ride. And yeah. I mean, if you are a person of faith or you have regardless of, of what it, tomorrow's a new day and it's always going to be fine. But some days it, it is. It is a hard slog, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then other days you're on top of the world and it you are so, you know, your passion is aligned and things are just falling into place and it feels so great. Yeah. Um, and that is why you need that support and that community around you so that when you do have those hard days, you have somebody to talk to and you have somebody who says, I've been through it. Tomorrow's another day. We, you're, we're going to get through this. I just want to share a nugget that April doesn't know, don't know. You don't know. I didn't know. As I was preparing to leave the office, I get an email. Wait, can we get a drum roll for this? This Oh, yeah. Drum drum roll. roll. Go ahead. All right. Yes. So I'm going to shut my computer down. And I get an email. The governor wants to come to Detroit Soup. (gasps) Awesome. Now, this is is awesome. This is being, listen, this is breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. So I I call the number. She answered. I was the one expecting anyone. I'm like, hey, this is Jacquees. You know, I was like, and it was to Jacquees at DetroitSoup.com that Christian and I both didn't know existed because we Mm, haven't used it. mm. And I was like, well, how did you find me this way? She said, oh, I just Googled. And I'm like, but out of all the contacts, our executive director, our board, like all of these, how? And then she's, so she didn't really go into it. So she was like, yeah, the governor, the governor's interested in coming in soup. And we also want you to come to this meeting that the governor's having on Tuesday. I said, oh, 
well, she said, are you available? I said, I don't know what I got going on, but yes, I'll be there. Build, mm-hmm. build an institute. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, that's exciting. Is, yeah. Amazing. So that was, so, so I say all that to say, like April said, you know, it's, it's been taxing this move, our transition. Um, the ebbs and flows. Literally, we have in our desks drilled <laughs> today. today. I mean, it was so well, loud. My nerves are it was, from it the was whole, like, yeah, real, like real saws. Like in there, you know, making us noise. But at the end of the day, like even through all the noise, just like life, through all the noise, you still got to work through. It wasn't like April was like, okay, guys, there's a saw going on in here today. Everybody go home and we'll try again tomorrow. (laughs) It's like your work product still got to be done through the banging, the hanging, the sawing, the the, everything. Um, And when you are going through and it's challenging and then you get a call like, oh, the governor want to be at your event. And it's like, oh, that's why. Oh, okay. This well, let's, let's keep put, let's keep pushing through because she's paying attention for whatever's going on out in the universe. It's come across her pathway some kind of way. Cause it wasn't like she said, I want to. She said, no, Governor Whitmer wants to come to Detroit Soup. I said, well, we want Governor Whitmer <laughs> at Detroit, Detroit Soup. Soup. So let me send you this information and lock, you know, lock me in. Uh, Bill wants to make sure that whatever, you know, the governor needs as far as the ecosystem of Detroit and our role in, in that, you know, we ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that happened today. That is amazing. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> Woo-hoo. All right. Breaking news. Well, loose. I mean, it, and isn't that great that, Detroit soup. that finally our our state government is is paying attention to to the small business owners in Detroit, to women and people of color and we're we've been advocating on your behalf uh for the last 7 years and we will continue to do it until we get the proper resources that we deserve. So that's great news. So with a couple minutes left, let's go over some of the events that are coming up that people need to be at to make sure they get an opportunity to hear more about BUILD, to participate, to get a chance to see the governor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. You never know who else might be there. Right. I heard yeah. Oh, I, wanna, I definitely want to plug. We have an event coming up tomorrow. We partner with Fifth Third Bank and their eBus, which is um, a great event we've been doing for the last few years. We have a BUILD grad, Yum Village, who is catering the event. So come and have a free lunch with us. It's from 10 to 2. And um, it's a financial empowerment day. So you can learn all about BUILD. You can learn about Kiva loans. You can learn about pitching at Detroit Soup. Um, and you can pull your credit report and get some credit counseling yeah. on the eBus. So that's tomorrow at BUILD Institute, 1620 Michigan Avenue, Suite 120 on Trumbull uh, from 10 to 2. So we'd love to see you there. Great. And any other event? I know you have the... Was the Jim Handy event? So we got Detroit. So before that, okay. if you don't mind, shameless don't mind. plug. No problem. Fox 2. We're going to be on Fox 2 on uh, excuse me, October. August 24th. So this Saturday, okay. 730, we will be on there. Fox 2 morning on the couch with Teak Tequila. Teak is Detroit's number one tequila. They are serving as a $250 match to the winner. They put it in a pot. Um, so Don Ferguson and myself will be on Fox 2 talking about uh, Detroit Soup, which is going to be Held on Sunday, August 25th at the Jam Handy. That's 2900 East Grand Boulevard, right in New Center. Doors open at 5. Mm-hmm. Pitch start at 6. Voting should be at 7. 7, 730. We have the live entertainment by Trey Simon. And we'll wrap up by 8 o'clock. It's $10. Suggested donation yep. of 10. Um, and that will give you soup, a vote, soup and salad. Uh, Sam Adams has also sponsored beer for the event. So we have Sam Adams beer on hand and we have eight vendors that will be there as well. So you can come and shop, vote, 
soup, connect, and free childcare too. Free childcare. Bring your kids. And <laughs> Knight Foundation is also matching the pot up to five hundred dollars. So we're very lucky to have that as well. All right. So you've got a chance to hear tonight. All of the excellent, inspiring, motivating work that is transforming Detroit, not just into their better selves, but into their destined selves. So as we move, and I'll say it, uh, that Build Institute is the innovative hub for the city. I know that April, uh, with great humility, talked about the collaboration and how it takes a village. But I just want to speak out publicly and say I'm watching the work. I see the work. They have over 1,800 graduates that have come through their program that are out there shaping the greater Metro Detroit. Now at the drawing board podcast, I share with you all the time that your future is not behind you, that it is not before you, that it is within you. I'm Andre Ebron. And before I go one last task, I hope that somebody is there as a videographer catching the transformation of Bill. Cause I could see like a rewind. Mm-hmm. And as you all voice over, I could see it coming through. Yes, in our move, you know. But right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so April, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. JP, always love to have you here. Thank it's you. always a good time when JP is around. I appreciate and so, you. love you all. God bless. All right.